Appreciate you serving, man. Appreciate That's you, awesome. Yeah. All right. We're back, boys and girls, with another episode of the Not So Fucking Ordinary Show. And if you're new to the show and you're just tuning in, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to dive deep into the extraordinary minds of people like this individual to my left, who I'll introduce in a second here. But before I do so, for those of you who have joined for the first time, I want to let you know who our show sponsor is. It's Fit to Give. It's a company I recently started, you know, stainless steel shaker bottles with the purpose of being able to donate proceeds into charities that are focused on providing higher quality water, nutrition, and education throughout the world. So really appreciate you guys' support, and that's essentially what helps keep the podcast running. Uh, but with no further ado, let me introduce you to TJ. How you, How you doing, doing, my man? Good, man. We got two TJs on the show today. Two TJs. Yeah. Top dog TJs. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, but I'm really excited to have you on the show today, my Appreciate man. You know, you and I, we've only interacted once um, in a social setting. It wasn't very long, but just kind of the way you carried yourself, your energy, your poise, and obviously your physique. I'm like, who is this guy? You know, what's his story? And Somehow the stars aligned, we're able to we sit are. down here today and really dive talk, into your story. So, first and foremost, what do you do for a living? I own a gym, tighten up body sculpting. Okay. Yeah, in Uptown. Okay. And clearly that's where we're at here today. Um, tell me a little bit more about Tighten Up. How did it get started? When did it start? And, and we'll dive into it a little deeper. All right, so quick little summary. Um, medically retired from the military 2016, went back to Atlanta, decided like a year before I medically retired I wanted to open a gym. My first thoughts was to open it up in Atlanta, but once I got there I soon realized that the, the market and just the, the industry was just slow. So I literally just Googled like what's the top mm -hmm. state that has the, the, the biggest market for fitness and it was Minnesota. So then I moved to Minnesota, flew up here like for two weeks, ended up staying. I was um, I had um, a guest pass at LA Fitness, and while I was in there working out, somebody that worked there just walked up like, "Hey, do you want a job?" I'm like, "Well, man, might as well take this opportunity." Mm -hmm. So I took the job, learned everything I needed to learn those six or seven months while I worked there. Quit, went on my own for like nine months, and then I got this opportunity to get the building. And then here we are. That's incredible. There's so so you gave a summary in about thirty seconds, but there's so many elements mm -hmm. in those thirty seconds that mm -hmm. I, I have to dive into because I think there's going to be a lot of value. So first and foremost, as I was listening to you, I'm processing the amount of like faith, belief, confidence mm -hmm. to move from one place. And then to go to another completely new environment mm -hmm. and not only do that, but then start a business. So walk me through kind of the thought process behind that. How did you have so much confidence to go into new territory and, and start a, a fucking business? Like I mean, that, that's pretty crazy. To be honest, that, that came naturally. Like being in the military for 13 years, okay. I was constantly deployed, constantly switching duty stations. So I feel like... I've been a gypsy from like 17 okay. to, to 31. Like it was nothing new. Only difference was with this one is I was on my own, I was free. So it was sure. like, you know, when in the military I had structure. I, I knew where I was going, while I was going, everything like that. This was different because, you know, I was free. I had to figure it out on my own. Sure. But um, to be honest, bro, fear leads you. Like when you know that if you don't fucking push, you're gonna fall and you mm -hmm. know if you fall, you're done. You're gonna fucking push. Right, <laughs> and, right. And then you're gonna end up where you fucking wanna be. Yeah. Literally, that's that's what it was, bro. Like, 
I just didn't think. I just went with it and just kept talking and speaking it so much that literally it just stuff started happening and happening. I was like, okay, so like every time I feel like it won't happen, I'm like, well, I'm like two steps higher. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm still in the shit, I'm like a little bit out of it. Next thing you know, it just, it happened, bro, and it picked up. I love that, you just, man. You just, you have to be scared of failing. Even though failing is good, because you're going to fail, but mm-hmm. you got to be scared of failing in the sense to where you're going to try as hard as you fucking need to to get out to make sure you don't fail. Mm-hmm. But still know that if you do fail, learn from that shit yep. and keep going. Yeah, you know? that's well said. That's well said. I really believe in a lot of what you just mentioned, especially the importance of speed mm-hmm. and urgency and most importantly, the execution of it. Mm-hmm. So you had kind of the, that... Uh, recipe for success and that mindset was a big driver of that which mm-hmm. is fantastic and it's super rare because what you see most commonly is the individual who has an idea and they sit on it yeah they sit on it and they word game it and they're trying to figure out okay what if i do this and it doesn't work and what if this doesn't happen and this and yeah, i don't yeah, get the yeah, funding yeah. and i don't get the billing like yeah. all this stuff and you know yeah. they end up um, I, I, you know, I should have done this, I should have done that, and they end up shitting all over themselves, as, as Tony Robbins would say. So it's like, man, mad respect for your ability to just commit to what you believe in. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah, dude. man. So that was kind of step one. Step two that I pulled out of that 30-second mm-hmm. summary was the fact that you were able to acquire a building. That's, yeah. not, that's not an easy thing to do. So, so, so first part of that is... How did you, you don't have to go into the details. I'm just curious about, because a lot of people that are watching are business minded, they're entrepreneurs. So um, whatever you're comfortable with, but I'm curious to know about the financing process in terms of, you know, had you you been saving for for years and years and years or did you? That shit. All right, yeah, walk (laughs) me through, man, because I think it's important. Basically, long story short, I um, jumped out once I figured and learned everything that I felt like I needed to learn from LA Fitness. I Mm -hmm. felt it was time to go. Okay. So um, I quit LA Fitness and I jumped out on my own, like many personal trainers are now, they're independent, Mm -hmm. they leasing out a spot. What I did was I chose a spot that was a little bit low key and reserved, which is right in Uptown, right behind this building. I knew that I could better build my name and my brand in a spot where I'm by myself instead of like jumping into these mainstream independent gyms where it's like not saturated because there really ain't no such thing. But it's like so many people in there, you want me to get yourself out. So I found a little local gym in Uptown that literally I was the only trainer in there most of the day. And um, that allowed me to spend a lot of time with the owner. So like I was always in her shit, like in her face. We became like, Best friends, like shadowing the dream, oh, essentially, right? There, right? Yeah. Every five minutes, I'm like, <clears throat> like I'm trying to learn. Yeah, that's and great. Then, um, um, I, I acquired some friends and some um, business partners in, in this, in on the way. One person that I had brought in with me, and um, literally, the owner of this building went under. Okay. And she literally called me and was like, I got a building for you right now. What was this a gym before? Or it was, was a, yeah, it was Bar Bliss. So it was, okay. it was a gym, but not really like fitness, sure, like sure. bar. So and cycling. So um, she literally just called me and was like, I got a building and she knew my finances, credit, shit, no money saved. Hey, I'm, and so and she still hit me up and was like, I got a building. First thing I'm like, um, how am I gonna do this? You yeah. know, like there's no way I'm gonna do this. I don't have nothing. But I figured you you knew this. So you still allow me the opportunity, so we're gonna talk. So I got with my business partner at the time and um 
we literally scraped up every little nickel and dime that we had just to be able to pay the down payment. That was it. That's incredible. We only had the money for the down payment. Yeah, that's so <laughs> we put the down payment together and then, um, no lie, I went on Facebook Market with the rest of the money, bought uh, a rack of dumbbells, okay. bought a rack of plates, and I literally oh. had the rack of dumbbells, that rack, those rack of plates for eight, for six months. Then I acquired this. So literally, I didn't have shit in here for nine okay. months. Like the new stuff you see now, that just came like a month ago. Wow. So we literally like. So how long has this been standing? Like as, it, as tighten up? As tighten up October. So it's been a year now. Okay. It's been, it's been a year now. But like we didn't really pick up until like January. So literally, I was paying the rent for three months. Without revenue without, coming in? Nope, because yeah. I didn't have no money for equipment. Man. You know, literally. Literally training on this hardwood floor with just one barbell, and I'm stealing weights from the old gym to bring over here. But I mean, we made it work, and next thing you know, here we are, bro. <laughs> Dude, that, that is like the most beautiful and poetic entrepreneurial story I've had on the show so far. Man. I mean, I mean, man, it was, it, it was, I really respect you know what you did, and again, it goes back to the level of belief you had in yourself and what you were trying to do. Yeah. And so that'll lead me into my next question of where did this passion of fitness come from? When did that develop? So to be honest, the passion of fitness came from uh, my first deployment. I was really big into fitness, and this was around like 2006. Um, got blown up, okay? When I got blown up, pretty much, majority of the people in my truck was severely injured. Okay. I wasn't because the doctor said I was so into fitness and I had so much muscle mass, then that was probably one of the biggest savers. Wow. So I was like, whoa, so you know? So then I just kept going and kept going and kept going. And then to be honest, the passion kind of found me. It was like the only thing I literally would think about without even thinking about it, you know? Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, I have to, let's go figure out what the fuck we like to do. Right, like, it right, was fitness, right. yeah. like, it was just with me. So then when I got to the point where I knew I was like, too injured and I was going to have to get out. Yep. I went ahead and you know, put my ducks in a row, got my degrees and like, all right, I already know I'm going to run this fitness. I'm going to acquire as many certificates I can from for free mm -hmm. in the military. So when I get out and I'm, I'm ahead of the power curve, that's smart. And I went ahead and jumped out and did it. You know, so the passion really found me. You yeah. Know? yeah. I just found myself always thinking about fitness and always wanting to train or be around soldiers and train soldiers. And, that's where it went. That's amazing. Just the people, you know, wanting yeah. to push the people. Yeah. I'm going to pause for a second because what I usually do is at the end of these shows, I let, you know, the person that I have on plug themselves, let people know where um, others can follow them. But I feel like I need to do it twice. So I'm just going to pause so you can let people know where they can find you because here we have a, a veteran, a business owner, and just an all-around fantastic guy. So if you guys would please just follow and support TJ, that'd be fantastic. I mean, if you want to let them know where they can follow you as well as the Tighten Up brand, that'd be that'd be super helpful. All right. Well, um, first of all, main account is um, Tighten Up TJ on IG, and then Team Tighten Up is the gym account. So everything you probably would need to see is either on my account or that account. So follow both of those. All right. All right. Great. So let's dive into kind of your own personal fitness journey for a little bit. I'm right. sure we'll segue back into Tighten Up, but I wanna get to know, what are some of the benefits you've been able to take away from your own personal training? Obviously, over your training career, you've been able to put on a massive amount of muscle mass, and you have great proportions and symmetry, and all, all these things um, you already know. Mm -hmm. Just curious 
to know, like, what have you learned throughout that process? To be honest, like, <laughs> the part of fitness that I, that I dig into the most and that, like, drove me to be so big in fitness is not really, like, the, the, the like, the weight strength and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I fell in love with strength and fitness because I realized when I was a soldier, like what I was capable of doing. Like, I mean, a lot of it is genetics, a lot of it is because I'm tall naturally. So I knew that with a whole bunch of natural stuff that I already possessed that if I just add a little extra, I was literally like Batman. Yeah, like, yeah. I would go from ordinary yeah, to yeah. extraordinary. And, 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 and that's kind of what led me to like training. Like, long story short, I was on a mission and um, it was people shooting out a second story no one could get up there, right? So no shit, I just told my soldier to stand in front of the wall. I jumped on top of his shoulders, literally jumped up, grabbed the window, pulled myself up and shot inside the window. At that point, I didn't even realize what I did. I'm just like, you know, in the heat of the moment, but everyone, like my commander was like, bro, like, are you serious? Like you literally just grabbed the window, let your one arm pulled up and like killed That's everyone. Incredible. And then I was like, well, maybe something like, damn, maybe yeah, I am a little. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, athletically let's, gifted, yeah, right? Let, yeah. Let's see what we can do with this. And yeah. then I started just, going and going and going, man. And then it just became, it was really no serious point. Meaning like, I really wasn't into bodybuilding, into powerlifting, any, into any anything specific. Mm -hmm. I just like to fucking lift weights, you yeah. know? And then um, I moved here and then, you know, kept it up. And then I got around my Los fam and um, a lot of them in there was like, bro, like just do a show. Mm -hmm. Never thought about it, never wanted to, yeah. you know? Then um, I got with Charles Griffin, good ass fucking dude, my yeah. coach, and he was like, I told him. Which, I, by the way, you're going to have to help me get him on the show. I've met him a couple times, but let, let's get him on the show. He only one. I got All you. right, there we go. So um, I got with Charles, and I let him know, like, um, through one of my buddies, Chris, who also trains with Charles. And I was like, I will literally only do a show if you train me. So he was like, all right. So he trained me. We did a show, and I won. And here we are. But, I mean, like, it was fun. Was it physique or no, body? it was physique. Okay. Definitely physique. Serious <laughs> yeah, as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I did it and I won and I enjoyed it. But, like, I, I, I like it. I want to go back. But then this this blew up. Sure. So it was kind of like, all right, let's step back from that. Yeah. And let's focus on this. But um, I'm actually qualified. So we, we plan on doing um junior nationals in Chicago okay. in June, July. So we got enough time. Yeah, good you know, for so you, man. We're, we're going to go for it. You know? That's what's up. So I want to highlight the fact that you had enough self-awareness to understand your strengths. Yeah. And I think that's a huge differentiator and a major unlock for a lot of people because mm -hmm. I think a lot of individuals will spend time trying to go down a path that is just a part of society, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, norm, yeah. And, and, you know, more or less um, cattle in a herd. But you had the, again, the self-awareness to step out of the normality of society and really look inward and say, you know what? I'm pretty fucking athletic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can I do with this? Yeah. And then not only are you athletic naturally, but you're passionate about improving that. And so it was a no brainer. And, you know, obviously there are synergies in, in that regard. So good for you for having that self-awareness and clearly it's starting to pay off. So yeah. respect, respect. Oh man. There's a man. There's so many. There's Let's so go. many ways we can. If we were, if we didn't have a hard stop, man, we could do this forever. <laughs> um, let, let me let me ask you. So obviously, developing a physique that is head turning is one piece of training. I want to know what you've been able to pull apart from a mental 
perspective by training. Oh, is it confidence, higher self-esteem? That's the best is part. It, yeah, so let, me, let, like, me, let me in. Muscles is, is pretty, you know. Uh, looking to par is, 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 is gorgeous, it's great. But like the best part is, 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 is the mental. Like me personally, like I love to train like myself, but like I get a fix off of the people. Like I am a people person. Mm -hmm. I will, I mean, you can ask my gym. Straight up, it's days I miss the gym. It's weeks I miss the gym because I'm not going to cancel a session for them. Like if I have to train from eight to nine, I'm going to train from eight to yeah. nine. And I mean, yes, I know I, I should train and take care of my body, but the bottom line is I'm here, I'm there, I'm, 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 I'm good yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. They, they're trying to get there. And so, that's the responsibility so like, of being a business owner, right? They're not there yet. First. Why should I sacrifice their time when they're actually ready to get there right now. Yep. So I can go lift a couple of weights when I'm already pretty much there. I can sacrifice a week in the gym and they're yeah. gonna hurt me. You yep. know? I can go once or twice a week, it's not gonna kill me. But right. the fact that these people are like so eager, like I'm coming, I'm coming, like to see their face, how they tag me, how they text me, like that, dude, that, that's the mental aspect. Like that's the best part of fitness. Mm -hmm. Like you get people so into it that they don't even realize that it's, they're working out. They come in here yeah. and just, enjoy the vibe they they got people yelling in their face that they don't even know you know like get away dog. next thing yeah. you know it's the family and then i love it that like that 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 mentally takes away so much stress that you don't you don't even realize right. like you know it for them and for right. me you know oh, yeah. Yeah. it's a lot of shit i might wake up with on my mind but when i come in this gym and i get around them bro i forget about it for right me. You know, right. until I go home, I'm like, fuck, back to <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. And it's the same, sense, yeah. same with them. Like, they come in this motherfucker, and they just, like, some of them don't leave. They'll right. hang out, talk, kick it, and I love it. You yeah, know? yeah. So on a mental aspect, I think just being able to understand that you can apply something physical to help with your mental, because a lot of people don't understand that. They right. feel like, you know, I don't know how to just leave it in the gym. I don't yeah. know how to go in there and just, like, take it out on the weights. But, mm -hmm. like, you have to teach that. And, right. it's, and it's not necessarily just the weights, it's how you present it, like how you approach them and how you approach the situation. Yeah. Like you have to make them take their mind off or whatever and put it into the weights to where it becomes most of memory and they start doing it on their own. Yeah. And man, it's lovely. Yeah. Next thing you know, you just find a whole bunch of killers in here that right. don't work out, don't care about nothing else. I know? get it, man. I get it. That's that, amazing. That, that's what that's it's amazing. all about. That, that is 100% the driver behind the reason why I train is, mm -hmm. is the mental piece. Yep, yep. yep. And you know, I can walk into the gym with problems and when I walk out, I have solutions type of mentality. You know, there's something about being in motion that, man, I'm right. telling you, my, my greatest business ideas or again, solutions to yeah, issues yeah. or whatever it may be happens yeah. when I'm in motion. Yeah. And it's just a natural high. You know, a lot of people, hopefully not a lot of people, but some people, you know, sometimes they shoot up yeah, or they yeah, drink yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. looking for that natural look, high. You're right. There's nothing that can match the high of going through something as painful yeah. as doing 12 pull-ups and you feel say, the burn, you know what I mean? I will say though, it does, the environment does matter. Cause I speak for myself, like I can't just go to any gym. It's sometimes I can go to the gym and come out that motherfucker feeling worse because it's just the well, this, environment. There's a family issue. environment here, right? Yes, but like, I'm speaking like personally. Yeah, it's a family environment here where they know they can come in here and they're 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 enjoying it. They're mm -hmm. having a good time. They're doing anything. But like me personally, it's like most campion is Franklin. I know when I go in there, I don't give a fuck how I feel. Mm -hmm. Everyone's gonna fuck with me. They're gonna take my mind off of. We're gonna yeah. talk business. We're gonna work out. I'm motivated. I see everybody lifting hard, fucking iron. Yeah. Make but like it's 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 more than just the iron. It's like 
environment really yeah. takes over. For, it sounds like you're about making connections and friendships with people. Yes. And so being in an environment where you know people and you can talk to them and is that, is that accurate? All day. Okay, yeah, I like yeah, that, yeah. man. So with that being said, this question might be coming from left field a little bit, but and you may have not have ever thought about this, but yeah. I'm just curious to know with your like natural given passion for connecting with people and wanting to help people yeah. and, and, and improve the quality of other people's lives, do you feel like that's going to define your legacy? Because if, if it is, Absolutely. I think that's an amazing that, legacy. That, that is why I do it. Fitness I was I love that. Fitness was just my avenue of approach. I knew that with fitness, I can get in the door. Mm -hmm. I had to figure out how am I able to reach the people. Some people reach them because they're artists. You can paint, so you reach artists. Yeah. Some people can rap, so they reach, you know. I figured that I, I, I want to open a gym. I knew that I didn't want a, a, just an ordinary gym where it's just people come in here and work out. Mm -hmm. I knew I, I like to mentor, I like to teach, I like to coach. So let's put it all together and instead of just open up a gym, let's open, build a community. Let's build a brand for the city. So, I mean, literally that's what, that's what I did. I just yeah. figured out like how to do it where I'm bringing in the right people, you know, the, the, in the right environment, right situations, right mentalities, and creating the right vibe. And basically that's all I did. I just like, it was trial and error, I'm not mm -hmm. gonna lie. When I first moved here and I first opened up my gym, I brought people in and that I, I, I didn't know nobody. So sure. it was like, you know, I had to figure out who was the good, who was the bad, mm -hmm. weed out the good and the bad. And then I got to the point to where it was like, I don't care, I'm gonna look at people for who they are. and. I'm gonna target the youngest. I love the youth, bro. Yeah. These young kids are determined. Like, I'm telling you right now, and, and, and I'm gonna keep it real. These young kids are like 20 to 25, and they're doing better than these 30 year olds. Like, they're, 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 they're driven, they're ready to work, they're eager. I mean, you see them out there working yeah, right now. Yeah. Literally, yeah. They're, they're eager, they're, they're ready, and right. all you have to do is just tell them go, and they're gonna go. And um, I love it. Yeah, that's that's, it. Great. So, and, that's and great. It really, that's really what, what blew me up. Me, no. Tighten up, no. Bringing these kids in here with, with a huge social media following, mm -hmm. with, with like a heavy presence, with, you know, like good quality content, good stuff to talk about, yep. like good atmosphere. That That's what really, that's what blew it up, bro. That's great. So, I mean, that's great. We're going to continue to hit that. That's the main thing. Like setting the tone for fitness for every demographic. I mean, like we got doctors here. We got lawyers. We got police officers. We got... um. Um, we got people from different sexuality, um, genders, preferences. We got everything you can think of mm -hmm. in this one location. Yeah, that's great. But the best part about it is when y'all come in here, they're like one. Like right. you don't even know that's a police. Right. She's in your face yelling at you. Pick that shit. Up. <laughs> yeah. And you don't even realize she's a fucking police officer. Right. Like you don't even realize that's a general surgeon over there. That's like holy fuck. Play right. some fucking Drake. You don't even realize. Right. And then you realize like damn. Like really. Like the vibe is great because everyone comes in here, they leave that shit out there. Yeah. Like we're just normal when you right. come in here. I don't care that you're 40 and you're 20. Mm -hmm. you know, we're, I don't care you are just like, have a regular job, you're like a millionaire in here. None of that shit matters. They just click, man. And the vibe is created now. So now we just want to expand that shit. Yeah, that's great, man. That's powerful. Simple as that. That's awesome. So let's, let's man, let's talk time. about, we yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about, I was, I was gonna, Two things. So first, I was just going to compliment you on the fact that, and, and you may not even be aware of this, but I think one of your greatest strengths is the fact that you're a visionary. I think you look into the future, whether or not you, you know that or not. I think just listening to you talk right now, 
I think you are very proactive and I think your mind goes Appreciate that. one year, three years, five years, 10 years. And like you said, legacy wise, I, I don't think a person that can have a lot of impact and as much impact that you have had so far within the community, especially a new community. I mean, yeah. you have to be a visionary and you have to be able to see into the future and then yeah. again, execute on that plan. So again, I, I really respect that. I think that's tremendous. Um, but I'm going to pivot here a little bit. Right. I want to talk about some of the, like the tactics from a business perspective that you've been able to take. So walk right. me through some of the, the marketing strategies you've been able to leverage, because again, here you are coming from out of state, getting into a new environment, creating a new business, not knowing anyone, and then going to market. So walk us through what you did. All right. So, um, Marketing, basically, I kind of figured out in the beginning, not having no fucking money, that I was trying to figure out how I can get my name out there for free, you know? And in the beginning, um, it, it, it really, really was like word of mouth or referrals from the clients. I mean, I got lucky enough in the beginning to where I gained a decent amount of clients that had a pretty solid following. So okay. when I repost them, mm -hmm. they would, when I post them, they would repost it. Is that strategic? I mean, it, it, it didn't start off as, it started off as just me just posting my client. Okay. And then once I noticed like, oh, okay, like whenever I repost Julia, I post Julia, she reposted on her page, I get at least three to four more followers. Or I get like two people that hit me up saying, I see you train such mm -hmm. and such. So then I just started working off of it. Okay, right. so how about Julie, you bring those two in with you. We do a group session. They see how I interact with you. You're sitting there the standard because they see how cool we are. You're, you're actually helping me. So I'm saying, yeah. next thing you know, yeah. I sign them up. And then I realized, all right, so let's attack social media. So I went like six months with, with, with that. Let's attack social media that way. And, and it worked. It got me, you know, I was gaining enough clientele, you know. The more people, the more I post, the more people post. Then I said, all right, let's expand it a little bit more. I want to like really hit the city. So then I said, let's bring in ambassadors. So okay. what I did was I already figured out Instagram's a target market. You know, there's really nothing. I ran this gym with an iPhone the whole year. No computer, no laptop, straight Instagram. That's so amazing. Swear to God, That's great, man. just IG and my phone. And I realized that all I needed was to get the people to, to give them what they want mm -hmm. to post, you know? Okay. And, I did, and I did that by just being me. And I, I created an audience around me. You know, yep. a lot of people create themselves around an audience. Let yep. me go be like, Drake because everyone likes Drake. Yep. Let me go be like Jay-Z. No, I just fucking TJ. And and I'm an asshole and I'm a hard <laughs> asshole. Yeah. But the bottom line is people respect that shit. Yeah. You yeah. know? And I realized that I'm the people that came to me came to me because they wanted to. Yeah. It wasn't no like, oh, you're just fucking tightened up now, no, like, dude, you really no, gotta Yeah, what's what's attractive about that to other people is the authenticity. Yep. It's like Not you really gotta to mess it. with me right. to to come around. Yeah. So people started to see it, you know, and then I was like, all right, you know, I get a couple of clients and then I started to trigger on Instagram like directly. Let me look at and really look into the people that's hitting me up that wants to train. Like, okay, you DM me saying you want to train, all right? So I'm gonna look into your social media, I'm gonna look at your following, I'm gonna mm -hmm. look at your engagement, I'm gonna look at who likes your stuff. Like, if it's people that I know, people of no stature, okay, yeah. cool. So I'm already set a game plan up when you come in. You yeah, know, like, I see sense. that you're a great person, I see that you got a following, how would you like to be an ambassador? And I, you know, cut you a deal, blah, 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 and then, Everyone says yeah, and then like a month later, they're like a part of the team, and they don't even realize, and like everyone's just posting. So yeah. what I basically did was just I I 
targeted Instagram okay. and I made sure that I brought people in that was like-minded like me, mm -hmm. that, that was willing and that knew what they were doing and that did it because they wanted to. Right. Like no one in this gym is works. We don't work. This is natural, you know? And that's what people don't realize. They look for workers. I, I don't look for workers. I look for people that want to be a part of yeah. naturally. Like you don't even think about reposting me. You right. just do it because like, oh fuck yeah, that's yeah. my dude. I'm yeah. gonna post this motherfucker. Yeah. And you get enough people doing that. I literally started averaging around 17 to 30,000 views to my gym or me a day just by the amount of people that repost my stuff. Right. So I realized, like, I dipped into, like, um, Facebook marketing. We pay, like, $40 a day. Yeah, I was gonna, I was it didn't, it didn't do me no good because okay. I'm already hitting enough people to where right. it's, like, you know. Super, yeah, the organic. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then it just worked. And then it worked and it kept going. And I got to the point where it's, like, now, recently, I'm, like, let's build a team. Let's actually build an ambassadorship to where we like sit down, we go over goals and fundamentals on how we're gonna really take this off mm -hmm. and let's level and, and branch mm -hmm. out of fitness. Cause I mean, they say it ain't all about fitness. This is a community. Like yeah. we're trying to touch souls for real. You know? Yeah, let's, t let's talk about that a little bit more in terms of your goals and your vision for the future. What does that look so like? like? So it started off as a gym, but once I started to realize how much of an impact the people in here and the gym had, mm -hmm. I feel like it would be selfish to just keep it at a gym level. Like we got so much opportunity. We got such a, a great presence and, a, and, a, and a, um, what's the word? We're like uh, respected so much. Like mm -hmm. let's caveat off of that. So what I want to do is like, well, I brought them all in already. I got a couple of people that's on my team and like have degrees in multiple areas okay. that, um, we, we could add in, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, psychology degrees, like all kind of stuff. Yeah. So now we're brainstorming, we're trying to put together some like, some like seminars, some classes, totally outside of fitness, okay. you know, like girl talk where we sit around and the girls talk about um stuff that happens every day in a woman's life sure. that don't like to get talked about, you know? Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, we, we're gonna branch out and we're gonna touch like pretty much the normal shit, pretty yeah. much like everything that's going on in the world that's normal, but people seem to not care about it. You know, mm -hmm. people seem to only touch on what's trendy, sure. but they, they leave out the important stuff. Like, you know, you know, such and such might drive a BMW, but you know, you got like five people over here that's stranded and hungry, but you're chasing such and such could drive a BMW. So let's mm -hmm. talk about them, you know? Yeah. Let's talk about stuff that really matters, you know? And and we're, we're gonna start giving back like a lot more. Like we got, um, Better Fact Project, um, Stay Warm coming up November 23rd, okay. where it's a um, boot camp slash yoga donation. So um, everybody just shows up and they bring something warm, let it yeah. be a blanket, coat, scarf, socks, whatever. And then they get a 30 minute workout Then they go to my other um, studio in the back, they get 30 minute okay. yoga. That's so we're just gonna do a, a lot more of stuff for the people. Like, yeah. what do y'all want? That's, right. that's all we care about. Like, we're that's here great. for you. So what can I do or my people do for you? And so sky's the limit. Yeah, I really right. don't even have a goal set because if we figure out, oh, let's do this, we just go. Right, you know? man. Your your head is in such a great space. I'm I'm excited to see, you know, the progress year over year. I think you're gonna do continue to do really big things. Yeah. I think that's awesome. In closing, here, you know, a lot of people are watching. They have an idea, or they've been sitting on an idea, but they haven't been able to pull the trigger and take that first step on that journey. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. clearly are the guy to answer this question because you had no money, mm -hmm. you were from out of state, mm -hmm. you weren't necessarily a business major, not that I'm aware of. You know, you, you had 
more or less everything against you, Fair but enough. you made it happen. So for all the people listening and watching that have been coming up with excuse after excuse after excuse not to actually move forward, what would you tell that individual? What kind of advice would you give them? The, 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 the main thing that I would say wins is you have to beat the odds. You, you, you uh, uh, the one thing that, that that gets me driven is I go I, I go into the negative negativity. I fight it. I love it. The more negativity, the more I go. Cause let's just think about it. You get everyone gets more negativity and positivity. You got you get more people to say fuck you than you get more people to say I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people nowadays they get caught up in the if you don't say I'm proud of me I'm not shit. Right. They reverse that. How about every person that say you aren't shit, you prove that you fucking are. And every time you get to the point to where you're proving it, you start to realize, damn, I am the shit. So not only are you proving it to the people, but you're really starting to realize until it gets to the point to where you don't even care about them. Mm-hmm. You just, you focus it on you. So what I would say is figure out what is stopping you from doing and use that shit to your advantage. Like prove that wrong, whatever it is. Prove it wrong. If you're scared because you don't have no money, show yourself that you don't fucking need the money right then and figure out ways around the money. It's ways around everything. Mm-hmm. You just got to go through it. So no matter what it is, figure out what it is that's stopping you and you use that shit to your advantage. Like literally fight through that fucking storm. Go into the motherfucker. That's it. I just went into the storm, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, folks. You know, I think we're going to have to do a part two to this that's so good. I can really dive into your mindset. I think you have a very interesting perspective. So we're going to have to do a part two to this. I'm with, right? it. I'm with it. All right. Before we close here, again, remind everyone where they can find you as well as the Tighten Up team. Tightenup.tj is my IG, and then the team is team.tightenup. Make sure you follow me. Pull up, free sessions for everybody. Don't even worry about your fitness goals. Don't even worry about how you eat. Just come have fun and kick it with us. There you go. All right, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. If you want to support fit to give you can follow us on mm-hmm. Instagram as well, fit to give or on our website, fit giveorg Again, stainless steel shaker bottles. Um, TJ, real pleasure, my man. Hey, man. You got to come back. On. Appreciate you, bro. All right, guys, we're out.